What's happening? That was crazy. Welcome back to Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots Wrestling's Entertainment Champions. A new Texas Pro way to wrestle. A CM Punk and Daniel Bryan update, and there's a special new sheriff in town. All this and more in the room where it happens, but first, PCF. Tell them what to do! Dímelo, mi gente. Make sure to check us out. Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots on YouTube, Twitch. Check us out on Twitter, hpc 2 Check us out on IG, hpc 2 underscore. Folks, the eyes don't deceive you. There he is right there. The new sheriff in town, my guy. Keith from Partek. Talk to him a minute. You with the bad guys right now. What's happening, guys? I, I'm not getting paid by LeBron or Space Jam here, but I'm just kind of throwing, throwing backgrounds up here. But uh, what's going on? I'm glad to be here, man. I'm sorry I missed last week, but uh, I'm pumped for this week, and I'm ready to rock this bad boy. Bro, bro, we're glad to have you, my guy. Oh, man, don't even worry. Sweat that, man. You here with family. We ready to shoot the ish. We ready to talk to wrestling. PCF's wrestling over there early with, with Skype, but it's all good. <laughs> if you guys switch to all grid view mode, we will be good. Make sure you're on grid view on Skype and we Gucci. Um, but thanks for joining us. To everybody on Twitch, everybody on YouTube, everyone on Facebook. Thank you, JJ, already out here. Appreciate you, JJ. Guys, okay. champions, how are you, man? Is that mischief I see right there? You know, construction slow on the new uh, HQ. Oh. But, um, Rome wasn't built in the day and perfection nah. takes time. So no. uh, when we get to it, we'll get to it. But uh, it's taken me a long time to get there. I'm just excited as hell to talk about everything that's really happened this week. It's incredible that we got to see Deathmatch on cable television. Like oh we God. got, we got as close. To, I mean, would you? That's a Deathmatch, yes. That, that, that we, light a, tubes officially <laughs> Deathmatch. Yeah, Sheriff. That was a Deathmatch yeah, light, that, not like my beer. That, I was about as close to the Deathmatch as you're probably gonna see on cable network. <laughs> Absolutely. Once you see taped up light tubes, that's a Deathmatch. And <laughs> how about? How about that pizza cutter? How about Nick Gage out here? How about that commercial? Slice some motherfuckers up. How about that commercial? <laughs> <laughs> it, got, it's a lot. It, there's so much to unpack. So much here. Are we drinking anything for this tonight? Old school? Is that something I hear? You shaking? What are we drinking tonight? His I ass. Think, <laughs> that's always I got to pay the bill somehow, man. I got to pay the bill somehow. That IWTV money, I gotta, I gotta pay that subscription. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hard, all right. Doing Black Barrel tonight, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I, like I got it, like it, I like it. Legend, legend. Yo, JP got me this shit man long ago, and I've been just sipping on this shit real. Okay, okay, okay. okay real right. slow, real slow. All right, champions, champions. Listen, so much to unbox. We got the sheriff in town, sheriff. I know you've been watching some some kind. You've been hearing all all of this through the through social media. The internet's been blowing up. Yeah. Uh, let's kick off with some with some punk Daniel Bryan uh, rumors here. Tony oh, Khan and the guys, the boys. They they went. They're out there in Chicago right now as we speak. The internet broke, and we're talking here. We're sitting here today talking about Tony Khan's visit to Chicago with the EVPs. Sheriff, what does this mean to you? What how do you feel about this? I think whenever I, you know, when I came into the business, I was a big fan of The Rock, big fan of Cena, you know, a lot of the bigger entertainment, larger than life. And then when you dive a little bit deeper into wrestling, you know, I see, you know, Ring of Honor, 
uh, you know, other promotions like that, more uh, independent promotions, right? Right. And so CM Punk and Danny Bryan ended up becoming, or Brian Danielson ended up becoming my guys, right? At some point in time, they were kind of the first guys uh, in WWE that made it that weren't, uh, were kind of more of the independent guys who just ended up making it, right? And so to see them like back on the screen, just having Punk back in the business in general will be amazing. But just to have both those guys, same place, same network, you know, and back in a company that just seems like everything they're doing right now is just fire. I mean, like everything they're really putting together and everything they're doing right now just seems like it's, it's it, they're firing on all cylinders. So I'm excited about it, man. I think uh, this is probably the most excited I've been of, as a fan uh, of anything any of the big any of the big shows uh, in a long time. So I, I'm excited about it, man. I think it's great for the business from top to bottom. I think, you know, the more excitement you have at the top, the more excitement you have, you know, on our level. And so uh, Punk and Brian, man, they're two of the greatest of all time. Well, pause on Punk and Brian specifically in a second. But, Keith, you said something very interesting to me. We're excited about wrestling again. I mean, wrestling yes. fans have really talked down and dirty about wrestling, especially when – Raw is what dominates the hourly, weekly segment. But AEW just brings this excitement. Now, is it real? Like, is it real excitement? Is it like, yo, are we really legitimately getting a a second company to really battle it out? Or is it just because it's the hot new thing? Like, is this the hot new thing? Are we, is the honeymoon period going to fade? Or are we just going to start hating this shit eventually? Or I think just uh, I think people are it's fresher, right? So people aren't just over it. Like I feel like most people in WWE are just like man, like I'm just I've given them 50 million chances. Nothing's gonna change on this show. Uh, you know I'm just gonna you know a lot of people like I talked to my my brother's a lifelong wrestling fan. He's really the one that got me into it. And you know he's like everybody they call up from NXT that I like they just squash in like a month. And it's like how do you get invested in something like that? And it's like. You know, AEW is still a new company. They're still figuring a lot of stuff out. But uh, I think wrestling's always been best when the crowds have been hot and people are excited about it. So if it's like, hey, I'm going to tell my friend, uh, you know, Steven, like, hey, let's go to the wrestling show in Garland on Wednesday, right? And you see how amped the crowd is and everyone's excited about everything and stuff like that. Like, that's how that stuff transcends, transcends to other people getting excited about it too, right? Ah, it's not like when you go to a WWE show and be like, man, this is going to be... Three hours of hell and fifteen minutes of, drinking. Uh, it's just like one uh, guy that I like to watch, and that's it. <laughs> I think that's just my opinion. I think I was talking to my friend Tempo about it, and like that's uh, that's just. I think I don't know if they're getting AEW's getting everything right as far as pro wrestling is concerned, but maybe we're kind of looking too far into it as far as pro wrestling, and just need to concentrate on how the crowds are reacting to it, like. It feels special, right? And that's really, that's all I think is important at this time to get other people interested in it. And that's what uh, that's what we need. That's what wrestling needs is more fans, more people watching. To me, I, I completely agree. I think that AEW is doing a really good job of gravitating towards people that wrestling people love, right? Yeah. So like JP Warhorse was out there and I thought yeah. that was big. Like all the indie darlings have been through or around there. Um, you know, you they know just was, signed Thunder who was Rosa, there, uh, who is a sweetheart. What's Absolutely. up? You, you know uh, who was out there just recently on uh, on Dark, I believe, was uh, Fly Def, who I think the yeah. sheriff uh, knows Good knows friend. a little something about. Good. Uh, for, I think it's cool that they're they've integrated a lot of uh, the independent darlings, like you said. Um, you know, some they've given a little bit more of a rub to, like a warhorse, uh, and others that you just get to see on AEW, just kind of see them 
you know, make an entrance or get a little bit of get a little bit of something on on a bigger screen. And it's like WWE. We I've done extra work for WWE before, but you're nobody there. And the fact that they're just kind of like they kind of let you know, like, all right, these are some there's these are people outside of AEW. You know, these are people that you can see locally. Uh, you know, on your independence or whatever. I think that's they don't they don't treat it like we're stupid. They don't treat wrestling fans like we're stupid. No. And I think that goes a long way as well. Very that, long like, way. Oh, like, you know, whether it be War Horse battling Cody Rhodes or Fly Def wrestling uh, Uno and uh, and uh, the, what's the other Dark Order guy's name? I can't even think of it. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Uh, John Silver? Oh. Super Smash Bros. Uh, whether <laughs> that, whether that be the case, but you still know, hey, Fly Def's or, you know, Zach and, and Warren are two guys around the Texas area who's a tag team, clearly. And, like, I think uh, I think that goes a long ways with the base of independent wrestling fans, like uh, people who watch, you know, I, I know a lot of people who are just fans of, like, just the independent wrestling scene. Like, they're just fans of New Texas Pro or they're fans of Inspire and Austin or whatever. That touches those people, and that makes them interested in watching the product, too, which people don't, I think, people don't really realize either. Damn. That's true. Like, they're kind of cultivating from the bottom up, kind of like right. a sense of, of importance in, in, in independent wrestling because to a casual fan, I mean, you see the flyers, right? I love the flyers, yeah. those classic flyers mm-hmm. on all, like, the pizza joints and, like, the the, the downtowns and every town and shit. Yeah. And they, ha- they have the card, and they're all retro. But, like, a lot of names, like, I've never even, con- like, you've never even known. You've never even heard of. So yeah. it's nice to see, like, some guys just even getting some time on television they yeah, can market themselves yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like it's now oh shit you know this little rinky dink indie has a nice like a guy that's he's been on tv he's he's yeah. got name people the fans get into it like it kind of like again from the high school level from the middle school level from like the grammar school level oh I, that guy was on tv i want to see him yeah yes. i mean that shit is dope that shit is dope and you can now you're gonna go to a local show and then, especially worked for like my guy here, Fuego, who was just well, blown. Yes, yeah, Fuego's a Fuego. tremendous he's not example of that. Signed. I could tell you that he's. We have him booked for our September 25th show, so he's oh. not signed with AEW yet at this point in time. But I mean, he's just blown up to almost as if he's just somebody on the show, if not bigger than some people on the show at this point. But well, look at that yeah. opportunity already. That's just right there, waiting, just yeah. almost there, like literally. Yeah, just he'll get. I think he'll be signed before the end of the year. But I mean. You know, for for me, I love Fuego. I love Fuego well before the whole uh, AEW thing. He's just a great, great guy, very smart, very hardworking kid. And like, I mean, I love I love to see him. Just more and more people just chanting Fuego every time he goes out there. It's just it's really. I, cool. I mean, I love Fuego, but I also love to see him get kicked in the face. Jeez, I think he's dead, yo. He's dead. He's dead. You should, you should hit him boy, yo. It's a oh, rap. Hit him a text like Fuego. Step up. Step up. I don't love him like you will love him. <laughs> Yo, oh man! Guy. Well, Tony Khan is gonna have—he's um, gonna be playing a lot, uh, a lot of teasing over there in Chicago. It's gonna be a lot only of only work, a lot of yeah, a lot of only fans <laughs> over there. Ooh. But um, yeah, that, that's gonna be—that's gonna be something to wait and see about. Uh, something else to wait and see about will not be The Rock apparently, because The Rock <laughs> has denied all reports. Of allegedly, allegedly, allegedly coming back to connect for Survivor Series. Fam. He says there's nothing, fam. There's nothing to smell. Nothing to me. <laughs> there's nothing to smell. I don't buy it. Oh, uh, I don't buy it. No? I mean, I don't want to buy it. How about that? How about that? It's probably true, but I don't want to buy it. Okay. <laughs> 
I know Santa doesn't exist, but I like presents, so fuck you, all right? <laughs> That's how that goes. The man knows how to sell, and he knows how to protect the good storyline, I feel. By now. Yes or no, Sheriff, I think The Rock may probably be preserving uh, what could be a special return. I think, man, I think if, if uh, you know, the Cena-Roman story makes sense in a lot of ways, especially at SummerSlam, if you are building towards The Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, right? Like, that's where the natural progression goes. You go, you know, Cena gets him over, and then we'll see what happens with The Rock. But, I mean, that's a, you know, that is a WrestleMania-worthy main event if you do get Roman and Rock one-on-one. Um, and maybe really the only thing that might even pique the interest of a lot of people right now in WWE because, um, man, the pandemic era is probably the, <laughs> the hardest and Ooh, probably least God. I've ever watched WWE in my in my entire life. And, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping they figure some stuff out because uh, <laughs> it's still kind of hard to watch it at points in time, too. So, yeah. So Mondays you guys think this is on purpose? You think it's yeah, on there purpose? There was a picture. Guys, tell me, the old school, tell me. There, there was a picture you, you put out, I think, uh, was it yesterday or maybe the day before with Booker T? Yeah. Just kind of stress it. And, and I was like, which segment of Raw was he watching? Uh, <laughs> when that picture came <laughs> I, man, I don't, yeah, yeah, I mean, that Booker, that meme of Booker, uh, it was actually after he watched a match uh, there at Reality Wrestling where I trained. And, and, and I just couldn't help but snap that because that's just a mood that I've had so many times just watching Rob. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all? We all. Feel like that I think we all. That, we all need that emote now. Like that's gonna be a clip. Somebody <laughs> clip that. Yeah. Right there, that's it. Tell me you did not just mean that. <laughs> Sucker. We out here. Oh but man. In terms of the Rock, like yeah, that's probably the most to Keith's point. Like the most you're gonna pique the interest of like the the lost wrestling fan, like the. The I forgot what they call it, but like the the wrestling fan that hasn't come back, right? Yeah. So you got Rock Roman, that's big. Maybe maybe Roman Reigns is going too far on John Cena, and the Rock's like, I respect him, but family, but disrespect in the family name, the table, and something about eating dinner and shit. Bam! <laughs> I mean, that would be, that'd be tremendous thing, but that's it. There's a ceiling there. I mean, it's tremendous. I, I, I'd eat it up, bro. Fucking la la la. But well, that's it. After Rock Roman is caca. Like that's it. There's nothing God, else. Sandwich. You have to build up somebody. You have to build up somebody that piques people's interest as much as The Rock does. And I don't know if they have. You know, they have a lot of talented guys on there, but a lot of guys who have been booked in 50-50 booking for God knows how long. Right. And uh, just that you don't care about. Like I love Big E, but I don't know if. I don't know if Big E feels bigger than The Rock, just because right. of just because of how he's been booked forever, you know. So it's I don't know, man. That's not that's a I don't even think too much into that. I just like to try to watch what I can watch and try to enjoy what I can, you know. Yeah, I hear you, bro. We, the you, more exciting you, thing was the thing we left on the table previously. Yeah, Brian and Punk. Yeah, I the, I'm very excited about that. The will they, won't they? Do either of them end up back in the E? That's was that. Uh, do That's either a, of no. them end up back in the E? Not after this. Not well. Maybe after uh, post this era. Maybe. Man, I mean, you can never say never. I, I'd say maybe Punk less than Dan, Daniel Bryan because uh, Daniel Bryan just seems like he would just be the guy to kind of go where wrestling goes, kind of thing. Uh, Punk seems like the guy to kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us. 
Yes, um, as we've but, seen, right? Uh, but I, I never say never. I mean, I still think people look at WWE as being like the be all end all. But I mean, if AEW gains traction and starts beating WWE in the ratings, you know, I could see them sticking with them for the rest of their, you know, careers and be happy there. I think. We're gonna talk about those ratings in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, I'm not big into the rating things either, but I, I. Uh, but that you know, call with the investors. It's funny you bring up ratings though, because ratings may be something that. Mm, is attracted once this new series drops. Vince yeah. McMahon versus... Well, my bad. I said it ass backwards. The United States of America versus <laughs> what is Vince this, What is this show? I haven't McMahon. heard anything on it. What, what is I have no idea, but apparently it's based on a series. Old school. What, talk, talk to me about this new phenomenon that's going to hit us by storm. So so they're they're looking to do a mini series on the whole trial that he had with the US government on the steroids investigation. Uh and and I'm like I can only imagine the amount of um uh license that'll be taken into how Vince is portrayed and how the US government is portrayed. This is the same situation where Stephanie McMahon had once said that it felt like 9-11 to her. So I, I, I'm i I'm interested to see how this will actually play out. Wait, so is this going to be on the USA Network? I don't know if it's going to be on USA or if they're going to try to push it to Netflix. I feel like it's going to be Oh, okay. Netflix. I was about to say, if it's, it can't be on the same network I, as WWE because that's like one of Vince's like most embarrassing moments of his life was yeah, going through that steroid yeah. trial. My thing is, how are you going to spin it and put your ass over because you know it's coming, right? So, what? How is he gonna spin this and make it so that he's not the bad guy? He's gonna I, blame it on Ted Turner. Watch. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Somebody will have to take a big downfall. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's name's going down here, and it's not gonna be Vince McMahon. Oh man, I can't wait for this. This is gonna be a terrible television. Uh, you think so? I think it's gonna be interesting because it's gonna be like all that behind the scenes shit. With you know a grain like, of salt, you gotta have to. You're gonna have to take this. You, there's no way I'm gonna take this right. serious. I can't. I can't possibly <laughs> take this serious. I mean, it's on Netflix, right? So, <laughs> oh, so it's I'm real. sure they have an angle. I'm sure that it's gonna be an interesting story related to like wrestling, where we eat up all that dark side shit, right? Like, uh-huh. We're all into it, so it's gonna be like dark side, but like from the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> a little okay. twist. I just wonder how much like I wonder how much WWE is going to be involved with it because I feel like if WWE is involved with it at all, it's just going to be a lot of uh, it's like going to be a smear almost of uh, you know like it's not going to be the real story you know you're just going to kind of get some of the story and I and I hope it's more closer to like a Dark Side of the Ring because I'm sure there's some stuff there that we that probably the general public doesn't even know about. Yes. The U.S. screwed the U.S. The U.S. <laughs> screwed the U.S. <laughs> that's, that's they why they did it to him. Kids. Oh man, you know, uh, I can't I can't tell you enough here. Uh, terrible television or not, uh, Keith Lee has been kept off television for quite too long, too 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 long. Um, and fans have been you know they're tired of it. They they want to see their Keith Lee. Ah, oh, give me my Keith Lee, damn it! Give me what I want. <laughs> Give it to me now. No nice things have happened. Keith Lee's a tremendous talent. He should be on TV every freaking week. Every the fact week. that they had him off and then they just bring him back on like this random world championship match that gets him squashed, basically. I mean, apparently, yeah, squ- like, apparently there's a situation and there's an explanation 
apparently, allegedly, 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 and he wants to get to the bottom of it. He wants to let the fans know, and he's gonna, he will do so on his own time. Apparently, he's, uh, I've decided, he's, he's tweeted, I've decided I'm going to just tell the guys this, my story myself. Give me a week or two. Uh, then a fan responded saying that, listen, it's you're not our business, but I'll listen if you want to tell me. Hey, fuck it. Hey, yo estoy aquí. Vamos. Hey, fuck it. Let me get my popcorn. I'm ready. And um, he has confirmed he's going to do it. And in fact, our truth has answered one of his posts recently and included himself that he believes he should let it off his chest, quote unquote. Uh, I am with JJ. I don't play that shit. It's a work. You think it's a work? That this is how Keith Lee comes back? Yeah, it is like, this would be the most intelligent usage of yeah. <laughs> a person. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't have any, I don't have any inside sources or anything, but I've, I've just heard that it's something to do with like a uh, copyright of his name or something along those lines, mm. where he's put in a copyright for his name, and then a couple weeks later WWE did the same thing. Ah, he's gonna lose that one. WWE so, lost that, didn't they? Oh, they lost. So he, from what I understand, so. he felt some type of way about it. I guess WWE felt some type of way about it. Mm. And they both have just kind of been at a standstill for months about using him. Mm. And, I mean, I don't know, man. It just, it's probably more of the story than I, I've heard. But, uh, and I, like I said, it's just, it's just what I, it's not any inside sources that can verify that or anything. It's just what I've kind of what I've heard. But, um, I mean, like I said, it sounds like a messy situation. And then just knowing Keith a little bit, I mean, I'm sure he's something that, he felt some type of way about it, and that's probably why he's been off television for a minute, so. Oh, man, so much unhappiness. And you know what? That's going to bring me to my next point here because I believe it was Vince McMahon himself <clears throat> that just came out recently, PCF. You told me this. Talk to me a minute about Vince McMahon and his latest tweet about uh, AEW. So Vince McMahon is pretty much – it was a quarterly, second quarterly um, conference call with WWE, and he was uh, talking about how he feels like AEW is not competition to WWE the way that WCW once was. Mm. And I found that to be very interesting. Mm. Why? He quote-unquote, I believe, said something along the lines of, oh, their their roster, maybe we can go ahead and give them more. (laughs) 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 And and with that quote right there, he told me everything. And Keith Lee and him... This thing, this can't be good, bro. Like that, that's can't be. At this, it, I mean, the timing can't be good for that kind of shit right now. I think, cause uh, it, for both parties, I mean, cause uh, Vince McMahon better not fuck around with this one. <laughs> he don't want to lose this one. Uh uh-uh. uh Come on, Vince. Listen. Get off read, that high horse. Read the quote. He didn't say anything that wasn't unknown. Yes. All right. He didn't say anything that wasn't non-common knowledge, bro. He said, "WCW, it, the AEW is not WCW's level, basically." Is that not facts? Is that I don't not say true? That. After, yo, after not this yet. week of not wrestling, well, at least, at least, after, not yet. yeah, facts, uh, not yet. yet. They just hit. A, they hit a million. They hit one point one on the fucking whatever scale. Like they fucking, they're getting ratings right there. I'll give okay, you this now, much. but yo, they're they're like eighty seven weeks old. Like hold on, like give I me got a minute. You. I got you. You know and, what I mean? And, like and I you're think right. they're gonna be. You're right. They haven't done shit, but maybe moved the meter a little bit or made a little bit of noise, bro. For, for the they made feathers, noise, right? But from what I saw, the future mm-hmm. is looking bright as f. 
and 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 oh, uh, I think the writing's on the wall, bro. I think the writing that what that this AEW thing's gonna be successful. It's gonna work. Oh, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna fucking they're gonna make some money here. I'm not talking death to WWE because that's something people have. That's a flag people have taken for some reason and ran with. I don't understand it. But um, as far as AEW success and 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 oh my God, they're fucking they're batting a thousand this week alone, and I think if they keep this up, I mean, wow, they're doing big things. Yo, WWE is too big to fail. I think that's I think in my, in my opinion, it feels like so Vince yeah. has secured the bag at this point, right? Like he's got the bag, yeah, and he's got he it. some, right? Like yeah. he's he's good, he's and good. I think that's why WWE sucked for a while because he's already got his money. <laughs> Yeah, he's already, got, he's already got his bag. He ain't he's worried cruising. about. Hey, he ain't worried what the gate looked like. He don't worry about what the pirate. Looked like. <laughs> the lawn has not been mowed. <laughs> he's got his bag, right? But I think what I think what he's not counting on is perception of if AEW's get able to get more traction and to out you know the ratings say that AEW's get a better demographic than WWE Raw or they're able to get a better overall rating than them or whatever buy rate. Then I think that's when Vince is going to start being like, okay, well, what can we do to actually make our product good? Because at this point in time, you could just tell they ain't even trying. It just looks like they're going through the motions at this point in time because yeah, Vince has secured the bag. Yes, I hear he's that. Already got, his, his stock was already good. And so I, and that's and that's the thing. If the perception that AEW is starting to be WWE, that's when I think he'll start to feel that they're like WCW. At this point in time, they're not doing that, right? Yeah. Nope. No, yeah, but they yeah, have yeah, yeah. they have potential to do that. I think. Dope, dope. One I, thing, like the one of like WWE's strengths right now is honestly the performance center. They're yeah. they're on top of also collecting like really good indie talent. They're also collecting like no named people. They're they're collecting brand new wrestlers. They're creating. They're molding wrestlers. their wrestlers from scratch. Yo, yeah. Right. So that copyright thing is just like a now thing. That's going to be something that in a couple of years is going to be irrelevant because they they got a machine going. And, like, there will always be indie talent. And there will always be talent that jumps ship. There will always be talent. There's going to be the guy. There's going to be a big guy that goes from AEW WWE. It's going to happen. All right? Fucking, it's going to happen. So just keep that in mind. Like, as WWE moves on, like, because they're able to create talent and then do the buzz with a big name here and there, and they're able to, like, flex their money muscle... They could do whatever the fuck they want. They secure the bag. Yeah. Boring, non-boring, little kids eat that shit up. I hate John Cena, but you know what? There's a but, bunch of little kids that love that green shirt. But this isn't new. And and, and, and he has, like you said, Sheriff, he's been had this bag. So what happens with a billionaire that's been had a bag and not has been poked at all? He's been bored out his mind, right? He's, he's just, I, man, he's just he's just trying to figure out, like, it's what, what makes... Uh, like, what excites him on his level, right? Like, oh, I, I love that you said that. So, how about this theory? What if Mr. McMahon is such a cocky mofo that this man has gotten so bored to the fact that he knows what AEW's maybe potential can be, and maybe he, that's just it. Maybe he just keeps feeding him these talents so that... when I, I shout outs to Twitch in my gaming. I'm no... I'm no... God... I'm no Smash Bros. God, but when I play Smash Bros, I'm a G with, with Samus, and I like to let my competition win a little bit sometimes after, yeah. after killing them, after killing them, after killing them, after killing them, after killing them. So you know what? Maybe Vince is doing just that. 
Maybe I'm going to let an Andrade go. Maybe I'm going to let an Alistair Black go. Maybe I'm going to keep on. Maybe I'm going to tease you like this little comment I just made right now on Twitch, on Twitter. Or so you're saying he's you playing mean. with his food? Maybe he's playing with his meal before he gives us a show. It's possible, man. I think uh, I think maybe, like I said, it, maybe it just keeps him entertained. Like he wants them to get closer so he can have a reason to have some motivations to get up in the morning and, you know, create some good television or good wrestling. But I don't know, man. Even I don't know. Even before it, AW came around, it still was kind of was right. rough in spots. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully that's what he needs or that's what they're going hey. to need to get Competitive juice is flowing. Take my money if we're here for that ride. I'm here for the long haul if we're there. But that's probably not it. And we're probably just here because he's being a petty <laughs> old fart. I always say, like, like duh. Uh, <laughs> I was telling my friend about the, uh, the, the carry and cross gimmick. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he's telling me, well, they've got something in plan for him. You know, they're going to bring Scarlett in. He's going to face Jeff Hardy at SummerSlam. <sighs> and there's, like, this big big deal about what he thinks carry and cross going to do. And I was like, I think you, you're giving... Uh, they're too much credit because I don't think they've. Everyone likes feels like they're they're doing something and then they never do anything. So it's like uh, I don't know. I, I sometimes I think we give them too much credit of like getting stuff right. I just uh, don't. I just uh, think they're in their own world and they don't too, really care what else is going yo, on. Yo, Carrion Cross too, too much is a great example of mismanaged, absolutely indie burn. Right, like he had some indie flair. Right, he had a following. I mean, yep. he still got he still has the following. You could argue that, but. Even in NXT, I feel like he was kind of drawn back to feel like it was just an entrance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then after that, I felt like he was handicapped to what he could do anyway. Like, yeah, he was thrashing about. Like, he was thrashing his, his opponent. Sure, that's his game. But there was a there was, there was was a cap on what he could do. Right. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of held him back. And then, I mean, obviously, we all saw what happened on the main event level. He was supposed yeah. to lose that second match. He was supposed to lose against uh, Keith Lee. That was Keith Lee, right? Yeah. yeah. So imagine like you got this guy just taking L's, looking like a chump, looking like kind of mediocre-ish at NXT. What did you do to him? You just gave him a check. Is really all you did. It's, it's, at that point, like that's the thing for me. Like you, you could have, you know, I know Karrion Cross is kind of limited in like his main event. You know, I don't. I'm not interested in seeing him wrestle a 30 minute match with Johnny Gargano in the main event of the right. show. I'm just not. You know, it's just not something. But he is a cool character, and there's something you could do. It's almost like Aleister Black, right? Except Black could go a little bit more than than Cross could. But he's a cool character, and why why take all that? Why strip away the cool shit? Sorry, I don't know if I can cuss on here. Why? Oh, why strip fuck away? yeah, you can curse. Right, <laughs> How dare you? Cool shit. When you're introducing to a new audience instead of giving them the full package and then if you want to take it back then you start taking it back you know what i'm saying same across like give them scarlet give them the entrance if they if if it's whatever wow. take wow. it back but wow. don't fucking strip them away from all this good shit right off the bat it's like fuck like why do i care about this guy and and just like right. that though it just like that is that easy right sheriff it's that easy listen we've we've, we've done buried reburied these guys Enough here. I we we got we're here for a reason. Yeah. And we 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 built this up for you, the viewers on Twitch. Shout outs to the four holding it down on Twitch. Shout outs to YouTube. Shout outs to Facebook. You guys are in for a treat because we're done with this noise. We're done with this fucking 50-50 booking. We're done with the bullshit. This is 
Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. This is Wrestling's Entertainment Champions. Wrestling without the bullshit. The Sheriff runs an operation, my guys. And he does the show. And I want him here to explain to y'all new Texas Pro Wrestling. And he want, he's going to show y'all what it really means right now. Talk to him a minute about new Texas Pro and what you guys got coming up. And how and you guys run the show. On Saturday, we've got the Texas Indie Showcase, which is nine wrestling promotions here in the state of Texas coming together for one show in Houston, Texas. Uh, I, I want to say it's a first of its kind or, or first of at least nine promotions coming together on one show. Uh, I knew I had to do a big on this for the main event. So we have our new Texas Pro Champion, Brian Keith, the Bounty Hunter, versus Davey Richards. Uh, in the main event of that show, and, uh, and that's what I'm really excited about. I, I've watched Davy Richards since, ah, jeez, mid 2000s, maybe early 2000s, Ring of Honor, and uh, just to have him to come in, come in New Texas Pro and wrestle Brian Keith, who's just been on a, a fucking tear lately. Like everything Brian Keith's done has just been phenomenal. It's been as a friend and as just a you know the promoter or whatever. It's just been fun to watch. Even his stuff with GCW with AJ Gray and Dickinson. I mean, it's just the dude's been on a tear, and uh, I'm really excited about that that main event. Uh, that's got to be the biggest main event I think we've ever had. Wow. And um, you know, I mean, just you also have Nyla Rose versus Rachel Rose on that on that card. That's an Ooh. RWR match. It's a, a promotion in Houston. Uh, Heather Monroe versus Roxy, who's uh, in the Ring of Honor's Women's Championship tournament as well. Um, man, we got a lot of cool stuff on that show, and I'm just that. This is really like a this is something I had in mind because, like, man, when I got into the business, everyone was it's a lot more cutthroat business back in the day than it was now. I think everyone's willing to work together just to try to make the best shows possible. And uh, you know, it was really cool to see you know get nine different promotions from nine different areas of Texas to come together for this show. Um, I just wow. got a message here from uh, someone with IWTV says we're going to be able to show the show this on IWTV on Monday night. Dang it, right there. Let's get it. You yes. already, already alone. He has done told you what the card is. He has done tell you the main event. And guess what? Guess what? He had already rid you of all the stress that you were already going to receive on a Monday night. Talk to them, Sheriff. That Tell them about like, this you Monday. You have to tune into USA to get your fix of wrestling. All right, just tune to IWTV. <laughs> I swear it's going to be a million times better. Oh we're going to have we're going to have hardcore matches, dog collar matches, uh, women's matches. Let's get it. The main event that could, you could put on any independent wrestling promotion in the country and still be the fucking main event. I just I'm pumped about it, man. I, I'm really excited about this weekend. Uh, I, I feel I feel just less stressed because I'm just excited about this show. I know it's just going to be fucking. I'm. There's a lot of people on this show that have been wanting to be on New Texas Pro for a long time, so I know that they're going to bring their A game. Like I know that they're just going to like bring everything that they got from this show, the show out because they've never been on IWTV or whatever the Why case may be. Why wouldn't the, the the platform is here, baby? It's exactly, here. And, and like man, it's it, the last show we did it and uh, Bosch was just a freaking banger from top to bottom, and this is that's just what I want to do from here forward, man. Every show that I want to put on is going to be first match to last match, just. Main event, independent main event, bang, quality bang, matches. Bang, and that's bang, any bang, any bang, dark bang, horse bang. Uh, match of the night already predictions right uh, now. 
There's an ASF versus Izzy James dog collar match uh, for the GCWA Rising Stars Championship, which is a, a promotion of Corpus Christi. And the ASF match. Remember that? I don't know if y'all saw it, but there's a lucha scramble that GCW had in Houston, and ASF just went off, and people are like, "Who is this guy?" So much so that GCW booked them for their LA show. I don't know when that is, but he's. He's somebody that uh, I've known for a few years, and he's he's from Laredo, which is right on the border, and uh, he's just been fantastic since I've known him. But he just hasn't got the shine that he deserves, I think. And uh, this is going to be another opportunity for him to show out and do, no his, do his thing. He's, incre he's incredible, ASF man. That's that's this a that's a name to keep a keep an eye on for for the next couple of years for sure. Yeah, let's get it. That's what we're here for. We, we're here to put that shine on them, baby. When are we going to put that rocket strap? Let's do it. I, I, man, I'm, I'm pumped. Like I said, I could talk all day about Texas. Hey, wrestling. we're here, baby. Do it. Like, we're here. Like, that scene, that scene is like... crazy. That scene is crazy. Like, like the amount of talent that's coming out of there right now. Yeah. And it's crazy because about four years back, I remember telling Vic this, or the, the villain, before we... Uh, don't give up my government like that. Who the hell is Vic? No, I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who Vic is. But <laughs> but the villain. I was talking to the villain, and uh, no nice things have happened. Now at that point in time, I was fed up with Raw, and and I just couldn't stand it. So I flipped over to Fight at the time, and and there was this promotion uh, called The Row Reality of Wrestling. Uh, saw saw a whole bunch of cats in there. Uh, there was this tag team, The Cool. Uh, hey. you might have heard them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you had Gino uh, in there before he became Gino Medina. You had uh, Rex Andrews, who I don't know where hey, he's at right now, but hey, when he comes just, back, just, just keep an eye. Rex, Rex will be back with us. I promise you. Just hold on to that's that's <laughs> that's the drop. Somebody clip that. That's gotta hit viral <laughs> because you just got it right now. That's the drop. He just gave you that little gem. Oh, you know, I don't even your know for, your former champion, uh, Mysterious Q. He is a guy I don't understand why he's not already signed. Like, I, I'm with you in that, man. Mysterious Q, he's built the uh, uh, mouse uh, from the Midwest. Uh, uh, Billy Stark's dad. He takes some pictures and stuff like that. He's like, he's built like Megatron. I mean, he is legitimately just an athlete that you'd be like, wow, this guy's got to be a WWE star. And he flies around like a luchador, man. It's wild. Like I said, he's somebody that uh, he was kind of down and out when we started New Texas Pro, and now his like whole mindset and outlook on wrestling is completely changed. And he's like got all these cool dates coming up in New York and Vegas, and he's a guy that like I think just not even in Texas, but just on the indie scene in general. Like people are gonna be like, yeah, this guy Q, he's gonna be, he's a star. He's already a star, you know. Titantron says, what time on Monday? You know a time on IWTV? Or is um, I haven't got it. I haven't got an exact time. Uh, I think hey, last hey, time hey. we did 8 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, so that might be 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell you, John, we can't do all the homework for you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, good I, stuff. Follow us on Twitter. We got seven you. Central Time, eight Eastern Standard Time. I'll let, I'll post on Twitter once I find out a for sure thing from from them. But I uh, just got word that we will be able to do it on Monday night. Though. Facts, facts. Awesome. There it is, right there, guys. We. Can, if, if 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 you don't get it yet, I don't know what's wrong. You, he's here. He's telling you what's up. We're, we're giving you the card. We're giving you the time. We're giving you the day. And we're relieving you of the stress. Guys, this is what we do. We're getting rid of the bullshit for you. Please. 
Do yourself do, the favor. Let's do it one better. Let's do it one better. How about we go like a month into the future, all right? Oh, talk to Cause, you, Cause, Please. Because not only are we handling it right Please. now. There, there's a tournament. There's a yes. tournament that's coming. Of, <laughs> Just talk of, to him, Amazing man. talent. I, amazing I like, talent. I posted the this card on Facebook, and it was just, and people have been like, you've put up some great lineups before, but this has got to be the best lineup you've ever put up together. Because it's like Brian Keith versus uh, Darius Lockhart we have scheduled, you know. Oh, my God. Davey Richards, you know, wins the title. That changes. But that's what we have scheduled for next month. Uh, you know, we have... T-Ray versus KLD. We have Mysterious Q versus Max Heights. Uh, Aaron Mercer versus Jackson Stone. Uh, ASF versus Trey Lamar. Jeez, uh, Gino Medina versus Danny Chance. I mean, there's like nine matches on that card we've already announced that are just... Ooh. They would be main events. And people say this: these would be main events of any promotion in Texas right now. Anywhere. All Anywhere. nine of them are on one show on one night. And that's just night one. Night two, we're crowning the Grand Prix champion. Night two, we're, you know, Brian Keith's defending his title again. Uh, also, on day two, we're doing a women's tournament, uh, which is going to be a completely separate show, which will be an eight-women eight, eight women tournament, and the winner of that will be the, the new Texas Pro Women's Champion. So, I, I mean, there's so much good, good shit coming up. I like... <laughs> these, but I, but these I love that shows, though. They're, like, they're kind of like personal uh, projects of myself that I was like, I want to do a show with... Uh, a bunch of wrestling promotions around Texas. I want to give a little bit of the shine to some other guys that are doing some cool shit around here. Dope, uh, dope, and the second, man. And the second one is the tournament because, like, they're just not a good... I, I love tournaments. I've been a big King of the Ring fan since I was a kid. Woo! I love all the cool indie tournaments that got, they actually, like, care about shit and make it important. And that's what I'm trying to do with the Grand Prix is, like, trying to make it feel important. I'm trying to make all the matches seem like fucking main event matches and... Uh, I'm excited about that one too. Like, that, like I said, the next two shows are really my my projects that I've like envisioned in my head maybe a couple years ago, and now we're, we're it's coming out back to back months. Yo, I, I love beautiful. the twist you did with the women's tournament where Roxy's going to defend the title, and whoever wins that match is going to be the champ, and that champ is going to defend it until you get to the finals, right? Right. That's just love it, love it. Yeah, man, yeah. Roxy's one of those that uh, I've known since I was she was. 16 or 17 like it was kylie ray was like you need to check this girl out she's in laredo she's awesome she's young but she's awesome you just need to check her out and to see her that she's with ring of honor now uh you know she's going to be a big part of this tournament that's coming up this women's tournament um i just couldn't be more proud for her and, and she's just a big part of new texas pro just you know just as much as a q or just as much as brian keith so uh you know what i'm saying it's it's cool to see her growth and to see her get her chances and get her opportunities in bigger places too, man. Awesome, man. Oh. And yo, old school, you said love it. And and I'm, I'm going to keep it there because I'm going to tell you what I love. I love the fact that we can come Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a family show. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this. JP Savage! <laughs> Got to hit him with that one oh, time no. in the house. You, but you listen. to the darkest this, parts of Pornhub right is, now. This is where this is, this is where this story just gets even better here because oh boy. we done told you all this. We done gave you all the info you needed. We done give you all the hype. The man is here. But let's tell you more about the man because the man, he, he he's bred for this. Guys, this guy, Sheriff, talk to me, man. You it's not it hasn't been too long since you hung him up. Yeah, talk, man. Talk it, to uh, me about that experience. June twentieth. Everything. June twentieth. Uh, man, I came up in uh, at Reality Wrestling, uh, Booker T. 
is my trainer, mentor. Uh, you know, it, it was you learn a lot of stuff very quickly there because Booker T's there. A lot of people don't know this, but Bruce Pritchard was there for a lot of the time that I was there oh, as well. Wow. Oh wow! Uh, and you know, he just he just likes to you know he'll talk. He you know he'd come to the bar with us after the shows even, and he would just talk and, and spread his knowledge. And my God, you know, I'm sitting back I'm sitting back just listening. Like all right, well I'm trying to soak all this up because I didn't I didn't know if one day I'd be a promoter. It was never my dream, but it definitely has helped me understand situations or or try to make the most of stuff and. Uh, like I said, Book and Bruce and Kevin there, Reality Wrestling, they've all been like big, big influences, a big help of, of uh, I mean, New Texas Pro, because I, I would never, I wouldn't have the knowledge that I do, or I wouldn't have the, you know, being able to figure stuff out the way that I, I've been able to do if it wasn't for them. And like, uh, you know, I think you could see now a lot of the talent coming out of there. I mean, he, uh, Old School mentioned a, a few of them, you know, Brian Keith, your Will All Days, your Cam Coles, uh, uh, you know, High On was there for a while. Uh, you know, Kylie Ray came from there. Uh, Mace. And now you can kind of start seeing a lot of these guys kind of break out more on a bigger, bigger scale. And you know, these are guys that I've been grinding and rolling around and training with from day one. And and uh, you know, it's cool to see them. You know, get some shine too. But uh, we've had a good camp there for a long time. And iron sharpens iron. And that's why I think all of us are, are really good at understanding. And you know. Um, making the most of where we're at and i think a lot of guys are doing that now wow wow and i just wanted that part i wanted the viewers to hear that because just knowing that you got you gone through all that yeah and and, and you you know the business now yeah this is this is what this is what every talent that's struggling in this mainstream era of things yeah. over there in stanford dreams about because you came up, you fucking did all your work, you did all your shit, you, you finally made it to the show, but you got locked up in shambles now, and you, you chained up. You can't do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. You you yeah. you running the show right now. You, you, you're going to show us how things run your way, and I can't. I'm here with my popcorn. I'm ready, and, and this I, is going to be the best experience any pro wrestling fan, hardcore wrestling fan, is going to get, and I promise you this, y'all viewing this, this is going to be the best experience. Raw, this is going to be genuine hard work paying and putting in a sh putting on a show for you to watch at home. Yeah, like, I, I really appreciate that. I, I try, you know, I've listened to a lot of, I I listen to a lot of the old school stuff and I and I take what worked was worked from the old school and I try to apply it to the new school and a lot of times it doesn't work because a lot of those guys just don't understand what are we watching? Like, what are we looking at? What are we, what, what's working today kind of thing? And like, I'm trying to take what worked in the past and make it work today. And like, I, I think that's the one thing that I have an advantage on. And I think it's something that we've shown. If you watched any of our shows that like a lot of stuff just makes sense because we're taking a lot of shit that's worked for a long time and we're just making it work in today's, today's wrestling, you know? And so, uh, like I said, I just feel blessed to, to be under that learning tree and to, and to, and to figure stuff out. And, I feel blessed to get to what man. Texas is just loaded with talent. Like I'm like, you know, I, I feel bad telling guys like, ah oh, man, I can't book you on my show because we've already got ten matches that are just gonna be fire. I don't hey, know what to tell get, you. Get know? here on time, baby. Get here on time. We, we got <laughs> we got business. We got money to make. We gotta make that money. So get here on time and we get you in. We'll get yeah. you in. We'll get everybody in. But hey, talk to him, baby. This is a new era running things right now. This is a new era. It's a new show. We done. We done with the bullshit. Talk to him, sheriff. This is. We, we, we put in, yo, 
God bless what you're doing, and yo, we're, we're gonna support every way, all the, all the, all the way to the, to the success rate. Yo, you're gonna fucking make it, bro. We're here for you, man, for sure. I appreciate it, man. I hope y'all enjoy the show. Uh, y'all ever got any feedback for me, man? Y'all shoot it my way, whatever the case may be. I... Sheriff, this show oh. is trash, man. What the fuck is that? No. Listen, listen, you gotta book this guy right here. I, I, uh, I went through. Was it Bamiyi, uh, True Colors, Bosch? The cards have been solid. Like, there's never been a match where I'm like, man, I can go grab a beer now or something. It's it's always been a solid match. And then the main event. Uh, you know, someone posted it uh, like maybe a couple of weeks back. You were able to take two local guys yeah. and build them up to the point that when uh, Q uh, dropped it to Keith, it, it, it made sense. Like you didn't have to bring in like a, like a rhino or or a, you know a name guy. That was a that was a vision that I had because I mean they, those two wrestled at, at Row maybe a few months before that and. And like nobody just really cared because they didn't take the time to make it feel special. You know what I'm saying? They didn't take the time. They like it was a great match. Don't get me wrong, because those two just have great chemistry. But they just didn't build it up to make it feel like it was something special. And uh, I think that's just a lot of times that just feels like what's missing in wrestling in general. Like make two or three guys or whatever feel special. I've just been in the belief that. I think a lot of people should be gunning for the title at all times, right? Uh, I just kind of grew up maybe in the Attitude Era where it was like, you know, you had Stone Cold with the title, but you had Rock, Triple H, Mankind, Taker. They're all like, I'm a title, but then they all have like side missions where they're like, oh, I got to take care of this over here. But once I'm done taking care of this, I'm going to come back to your ass and I'm, a, you know, I'm getting that title back kind of nice. thing. And I that's think that's hilarious in wrestling because it just feels so cut and dry. Like, okay, these two are wrestling each other and then these two are wrestling each other. And right. it's like, for no apparent reason, they're just like, Every yeah, every every major bigger main eventer guys on your show should be gunning for the title, right? It's just that not all of them can be wrestling for the title at once. So I just think like you should have the few people who are like have legitimate claims, like I'm the number one contender, but I'm gonna let this play out, and then after this I'm gonna see what's up with it kind of thing. And I think, I like I said, I try to do my best to balance all that stuff. But I mean, I just I grew up in the Attitude Era. It was a lot more fun back in the day. It wasn't as like formulaic as it is now. And uh, I, like I said, I try to just take what I enjoyed from wrestling and try to, you know, make it work in our, our own context. And that was build up a Q, build up a Brian Keith. They, you know, Q had held the title for two, almost two years. Q, uh, BK has been undefeated for almost a year, and you, you just have him score off at the right time. So that, that visual of, uh, of Brian Keith uh, pushing the uh, the wanted poster onto Q, that yeah. that like that itself should have been a poster. <laughs> like, like I love that he his hype. There's yeah, two, there's two things that I white, asked of them. Like, there's two things wow. that I asked them, and they're like few, many few that they had. I, I said one, we have to the the we have to do the bounty gimmick right at the end of that uh, at the end of Boomerang, I believe it was. <laughs> and then we have to do the stare down right at the beginning of their match where they just don't you they just keep their eyes locked for the whole introduction. I was like, you got to keep your eyes locked. The entire time, because like if you've ever been in a real fight or you've seen any of the bigger like MMA boxing fights, didn't do is just stare each other down like they're waiting for that person to show a little weakness, uh, you know, blink and stuff. And I wanted it to feel different. I, I didn't want it to feel like a normal wrestling match. So, like I said, they they were both game for it and they made it their own. And, and that look was what cool, we got. Was, look what we Keith got. is into uncomfortable eye contact. I dig it. That's cool. <laughs> hey, fuck it. Isn't everybody? Are you, 
<laughs> you guys are you comfortable with death matches? What what do you take on yeah. death matches? Uh, not even I guess it was maybe a few shows back. It wasn't it wasn't as gory as I you know, I've seen Ruben Steel matches, but uh, Brian Keith worked Ruben Steele, who is now with uh, ICW, No Holes Barred, whatever. And uh, they worked the uh, death match, hardcore match, whatever you would want to call it. Um, I think in the right situation, I think it's cool. I think, uh, especially if you make a shitty heel go through something like that, kind of, I don't know, like almost like how Ryder had to go through the whole thing with, with Gage, right? Like, oh, you want to win this title, but you have to go through going through the ringer to get to that point. Or, you know, you have a feud and you're like, well, this is my specialty. You know, you need to go through this to, to win the title or hold on to the title. I think, I said, there's a place for almost everything in wrestling. I just think people do too much of it. Like, a whole show of deathmatch matches just, it's too much for me, if that makes sense. But in the right situation, at the right time, I think that's, that's there's always a place for stuff like that. Needless to say, you're not a fan of, like, Money in the Bank pay-per-views? <laughs> <laughs> not if there's 15 Money in the Bank pay-per-views. Uh, I would hell say hell, hell of the Cell bothers me more than anything because... That's true. That's like a payoff to like a few. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it was built yeah. back in the day. Like you don't want to go through Hell in a Cell. It takes years off your career. Now there's like three or four Hell in a Cell matches on one show. It's like, ah, who cares at this point? Yeah. Sasha Banks has had like eight Hell in a Cell. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. So nah, it's cool. it's funny, right? Like, because here we have a guy who's Nick Gage, right? Having just all his matches are death matches. Like he's yeah. just he is death match. Like death yeah. match is he. So. Does the death match, like you said, like a year, if it makes sense and what have you, but does it have a place in regular mainstream television or mainstream wrestling? I guess I, we're talking. I think, I think it does, but like I said, I think it has to be something you build to or, or, or like a, I, I think it just has to be something that you build to or you have a guy like Nick Gage. I think, I just think of him more of a spectacle in the sense of like you couldn't have Nick Gage on network cable or you can't have him on tnt every week doing deathmatch stuff because in event people are going to get tired of it if you brought him in every so often to have those matches against certain people to kind of test them or whatever that's a different story that makes it feel special that makes it feel uh that makes it feel like you know like nick gage is a is a badass but you can't have a badass on there every week do, and it, you definitely can't have him doing normal matches either right so right. uh i think like i said there's just a place for it i just think you have to make it make sense and then once you make it make sense then it, it, it has a place it definitely has a place in, in the business yeah I, I can agree with, with with limitations you put limits on it uh, perfectly fine with what transpired in the last 24 hours um, I think it was well very well done Jericho and Gage but here's the here's the thing if you do too, too that's much the of thing. it that's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. Shout out to my guy Jake Husband. Um, <laughs> I've already experienced already today on Twitch alone and on social media, other social media platforms. People did. They weren't. They were just meh about Nick Gage. They weren't impressed. It wasn't something they've seen that was different. It was just a, an, an average guy that what? looked like an average Joe using hardcore moves and being very violent. You know uh, what? Nah, you know what? No, nah, no. Nah. Screw you, bro. Because <laughs> Nick, Nick Gage is exactly what everyone wanted the Brooklyn Brawler to be. <laughs> wow. uh, Thanks. I, and take a second. Well, you're, well, you're first and then you're like, damn, dude. Yeah, I hear Brooklyn Brawler, right? The fame he got for just being a job. He's going to take his L, right? But he's going to go out brawling doing it. 
Yeah. That was what Nick Gage was going to do. You thought Nick Gage was going to beat Jericho? You're out of your goddamn mind. I right? that, the that's not guy. the story. The story <laughs> is not this redemption story for Nick Gage. It's for, uh, to the sheriff's point, is to be a spectacle, right? A draw. draw. This is how. This is what a draw looks like, guys. Look, you bring him in to draw who? That GCW crowd, that hardcore crowd, but also people that have no idea what to expect from a guy that looks like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah, you could say he looks like some regular guy off the street. Yeah, but not off the regular streets. You dig? <laughs> no. like, that's, that's candid right there. Candid, say, baby. He looks like somebody spent some time in, in, in the jail. Right. Yeah. So he lit, that gimmick is real. Yeah. Right. And and the fact that he's he's already give, he's giving you something that you got a taste of. Right, we got exploding barbed wire matches in in AEW, and yeah. yeah, sure it was a pay per view, but you got a taste of it. Right, we had um, uh, Moxley and Kenny Omega in their other hardcore match. Right, we had Jericho do a couple hardcore. So we've had like this this increasingly violent set of moments. I'm not gonna call them like product because it's not the whole product. It was moments. It was well done moments. So the fact that it was done, it was well done. In, in a one-off kind of deal. Maybe Nick Gage has another match, like you said, in some sort of, like, redemption journey kind of bullshit. Like, Moxie comes back, death match. I'd watch that shit. I'd watch the shit out of that match. I think that's you a pay-per-view know? match you have down the road, like Mox and Nick Gage, just for a, just a spectacle match. Just like, yeah, hey, yeah I'll give you one more. Fucking Darby. Put Darby in a match with Nick Gage. Hey, you will watch that? Blood so I, I, I think it's well done. It's a lot of blood. Um, it's a lot of blood. But I I do think that so y'all should like people should have had to pay for it. Yo, that, that, I, I, that was that was kind of my thing about it too. Like why wasn't it done like in a a, a paper? But they, but then you remember, look, they're doing pay per views every other two fucking three four weeks it's on nice. live television. Like, months months yeah. Yeah. months yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I'm well, like, four well, a month, a uh, year, I think. Four pay per views a year in total. Right. Quarterlies, so, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I get that. So at the at the end of the labors is gonna be <laughs> the yeah. culmination of that storyline. You sure. want the labors to be a full year? <laughs> I don't want them to be a full year. <laughs> hey, speaking of labors, though, just every pay per view. Jesus Christ! And this is gonna move us to our last point, Sheriff. Yes. Thank you for your time today. I wanna I'm gonna give you your time to to plug. Your, 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 your socials and where we can find you. But real quick, <laughs> your before, social security we, number. Before, before we head out, before we head into that, real quick, it's a loud-ass week of wrestling. Dynamite was lit. Everybody just give me the HPC of the week. Baddest heel, loudest pop, loudest chair shot of the week in a negative way. Uh, whatever whatever <laughs> comes to mind right off the bat to you, Chef. Kick, kick us off right quick. I'm going to pass it to old school. I'm going to let him go first. Oh, I bet, bet. Let's go old school. Give Big, me what, what you got. Biggest pop of the week is the the uh, the pizza cutter spot followed by the Domino's ad. How about I, <laughs> I, was, I was holding for like a solid five minutes. I raised you the chair shot where Domino's said, um, I didn't know that was happening. And if that shit happens again, we're pulling our ads. Oh my God! It got real out here. Yeah, that it got like, real. My money and leave our pizza cutting products alone. Oh shit! <laughs> like keep us out of your shit. So that's the chair shot of the week for me. The heel of the week. I'm, my bad. The pop of the week. I've got to say, Hooventu, baby. No, you fucking <laughs> juice. Ah! The juice. No, the juice. It's come back. I'm going to go hashtag rent real quick because this, this is real right here. All right? We look at two companies, right? We got this big Goliath 
of a company, WWE, who's got all the money. They got the billionaire with the bag. They've got all their shit together right there, ducks in a row, and they're producing so much content. You can't wipe your ass without seeing something. Right? If you're a wrestling fan, WWE is everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Right? And then you got AEW, this hot up and coming, right? The David in this story. And they're really putting together like interesting product. Yo, they check off all your boxes. Right? All those little boxes. And then Right, when you're trying to make a decision, let's take a quick look at how they use a guy like Juventud Guerrero. Think about how they use a random ass name. Legend in some places, forgotten in others. Let's be real. I because I was a big fan of WCW growing up, but a lot of people weren't. They treated Juventud Guerrero like a main eventer by just mentioning his name. If Juventud Guerrero would have debuted on Raw or SmackDown, what would that have looked like? Let's be real. Like, think about that for a second. That's what it was. Look at Rey Mysterio as Exhibit A, B, and C. Rey Mysterio is our goddamn legend. When it comes to Lucifer wrestling in general, Rey Mysterio is known worldwide. He is... Fucking around in the mid card of WWE, fucking Jodiendo with his son, just having a grand old time. Let, yo, that's the difference. When we look at the two companies, that's the chair shot right there. Is that you can make a guy like Nick Cage, a guy like JP Warhorse, and random people that nobody knows, old school Chavo Guerrero, feel hot. Chavo Guerrero came out to a pop. If he would have came out on Raw, he would have been on a lawnmower. Facts. Facts. Or some kind of dumb gimmick backstage. Listen, we're done with that shit, though. We're done. The time for that shit is over. We're throwing that shit out the window because, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to the five homes down on Twitch. Shout out to YouTube. Shout out to Facebook. But this man right here, the sheriff, y'all heard of the mold? This man's here to break that shit. Tell them where to find you, Sheriff. Tell them the socials, tell them the plugs, because they need to know where we're going to save them from this trash wrestling, from this bullshit wrestling that they keep stressing themselves about. Talk to them real quick, Sheriff. Did we lose Sheriff? The, the Sheriff Yo. had a little bit of technical difficulties. Oh, no, we lost Sheriff. <laughs> sheriff, don't tell him shit. Just let them know, all right, that New Texas Pro got that card coming, dropping on Monday, IWTV. Stupid idiot. It's going to be hot liquid fire. If you don't know, now you know, baby. Old school, what's the, what's the Twitter handle? Can you spit it? Uh, let me let me just grab the for oh, you. Oh shit! It's at Kiefer Bar Tech. I think there's an underscore on there, but you nope. can check. We gonna tweet out all that stuff for you. Don't worry New about Texas it. PW. New, New Texas. New Texas. That's what you PW. need to know. New Texas Pro baby. They out here to steal the show. They're gonna steal the show. Check them out. Check out the full library of their shows out there on IWTV. Hey. Get yourself up to speed. Chat is lit. Appreciate y'all right now. 3R Show was good, my guy. Hey, there you go. Rob, yo, listen, guys. Appreciate all the love. Appreciate all of y'all support. Thanks for coming on. The bad guys ain't done tonight. Keep keep it locked here. We're not done yet. We're going to see where we headed. That's all the HPCs? Damn. That's, yo, let's get it. But we're going we gonna to send them off 
real quick. We'll be back. Stay tuned. But um, right now, stay tuned for Mountain Pro Wrestling. Uh, is it Mountain Pro? Rocky Mountain so you don't even Pro. Know. You don't even it's know. Rocky Mountain Pro. Shout out to my guy, Rocky this Mountain guy. Pro. They're playing 2K20 <laughs> right now. Tell them, where they, tell them where you came from, though. Yo, tell them who sent you. Tell them the bad guy sent you, all right? Go do yourself a favor. Enjoy that while y'all there. We'll be back in no time, all right? 10 count to 10, so appreciate the time and the love. And the support. And the Tell them what to do, bro. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube and Twitch. Here's my right here. Twitter, HBC2. Sweet. Hey, we had him for 98% of the time, and that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs>